What is up? Welcome back to the Three Seed Podcast, curating content creators. I am your host, Brett McGrath. It's Friday. You know what that means already. You know the drill. You're a listener. We appreciate that. Today, I'm joined by someone working in content that's making big moves. I'm joined by Sophia Solanke, who is the founder at Naredo. We got connected. I think Naredo is building something really, really cool to help streamline process in the content space. So we talk a little bit about that, but the topic is consolidating your process and spending more time on being a more creative content marketer. That's where I have fun. That's what I want to be doing. I want to be thinking creatively about the words I'm using, the message. That's what I like about content. So instead of all this red tape and stuff we have to go through, Sophia gives us some tips on how to break that stuff. And I really enjoyed this one. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button. More importantly, go to the juicehq.com and start enjoying your frictionless content experience today. It's free. Go sign up. All right, without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I am excited as I record this, chatting with a guest that is on the other side of the world, but that's what I think is fun about content and content marketing. It is a global thing, and there are a lot of smart people across the world thinking about how to make it better. I am joined by Sophia, who's the founder at Naredo. Sophia, why don't you tell the listeners where you're located to start things off? Yeah, so I'm in. I'm on an island in the remote corner of the world. <laughs> Any guesses? Well, um, I'm in Sydney, Australia, and interestingly, when the whole world was in lockdown, we were uh, rejoicing and making merry on the beaches. Now we are we are back to where everywhere every person in the world was a few months ago. But yeah, it's been um, quite a journey, and yeah, that's where I am. Before we jump in, why don't we kind of maybe get a, let's set the stage and get a little background on you. I think you you have an interesting story. I'd love to maybe get you to share with the listeners kind of like your background and then how how that led into kind of the current company and project that you're working on. Yeah, definitely. So I, I've been in the content industry for about 12 years now. I started my career as a business consultant for about four or five years, but clearly that was not my calling. So I took a plunge into entrepreneurship with my content agency called Godot Media. It's an agency that I still own and run indirectly. <laughs> and uh, so Godot actually builds content for lots of different clients across sectors. And we work with a lot of clients and partners to figure out you know, what works for them, doesn't work for them. And there were some common noises that we kept hearing over a period of time, which was around you know, how complex the content process is getting over a period of time. And especially the last five years where, you know, you have a lot of considerations around how you're building content. There are considerations around SEO. There are considerations around, you know, which audience you're trying to tap in because you can't do broad-based content anymore. There's so much out there. There are considerations around uh, whether it could be visual, whether it could be pure text. So there's so much going on. And there are so many people who also have a say into it. So a lot of stakeholders, team members. And so it's what I kept hearing was that it was getting very difficult to manage it. And that's that's when we thought about it. And at our agency also, we tried figuring out how to bring the process together. And that's that's when we created Nereto. So the idea was that your scattered 
part of the problem of the scattered processes because you're using a tons of tons of different software like you're using documents you're using sheets and their project management software thrown in the mix and then quality tools SE tools and blah 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 it just goes on so even if you could just bring your content workflow and the core tools at a single place it would make a huge difference you could bring your team at a single place for communication collaboration have a single version of truth a single version of content uh, that you can work with uh, it, it would make a big difference and that's what we built narrator out to be um so it's it's a platform where people can go all the way from ideation creation planning included uh, and be able to ship the content whether it's you know sharing it with stakeholders whether it's publishing or you know whether it's just sharing it with their clients and getting approvals so yeah that's what we're doing and we're just as excited as you are at the juice in our early launch phases and we've seen so my agency uses the platform and they're super excited i jokingly you know once said that how about we go back to our old process and <laughs> while they knew it was a joke they were quite happy about the joke so that's the kind of difference that we're making with it and i hope people keep going from strength to strength i love it and i can say that a lot of what you described is what i feel on a day-to-day basis what comes out and what everybody sees is the content these conversations the articles but the how the sausage is made in the back end is not always the prettiest thing it's the you know like you described it's you know we're try- i'm trying to ship constantly i'm trying to ship constantly but there's all of these things and platforms and systems that i'm constantly dealing with as a as a small small team marketer um doing a lot with little so I, i think i can totally relate with what you're building and i think a lot of our audience members can too um which make this will make for an interesting conversation because our topic coincidentally is consolidating your process and spending more time on being creative as a content marketer which is how i like to spend my time i'd much rather spend my time thinking and innovating and being creative with my content than being stuck in systems. So, I I'm interested you talked about agency, you talked about content just being a, a focal point of your career like where where is the the passion around just content and content marketing come from? Yeah, so content is something that you you consume all day long, you know? I mean, it could be because you are trying to do something, you need some information to use. or you're just ent- entertaining yourself but it's so powerful it's immensely powerful that it, it influences most of your decisions it forms opinions and the fact that you are in the driving seat when you're creating this content to be able to do all that to be able to uh empower your audience either with information or make them happy it's it's just just a really wonderful feeling and i think that's where the passion is coming from and that's that's why i love content marketing i love the industry do you think that the the role of the content marketer within organizations has changed you know over the last few years i'll share my observations i feel like it's moved from a kind of a, a factory line where it's just like all right keep produce content ship content produce content ship content it's like a content factory to play the algorithms and hope that these content pieces get ranked and then these the companies and brands get more visibility I feel like that's the mindset of how it was maybe like not too long ago but from talking with marketers all day it seems like it shifted where content marketing is now being viewed within marketing departments and 
organizations as a more strategic role, the uh, opportunity to win the hearts and minds of the audience through podcasts, videos, articles. And that excites me as someone who considers themselves a content marketer as it being it's being a more strategic role within organizations. I, I'd love to know if if you've seen that shift or any any other observations on just content marketing and the role in general. Yeah, no, I have definitely seen that shift. You know, content marketing used to be much simpler, say about a decade ago. It was also because there was a lot less content out there, say 10 years ago. But over the years, you know, there, there's there's a lot of different channels that have come up and then there's social media, then there, there's YouTube, and then there are podcasts, podcasts, you know, in the last five years. So there's, there is actually a lot to do. But having said that, I think it's also important to prioritize. And while it's really difficult for a content marketing team or a content marketer to choose channels, but it's important to think through and say, okay, this is where the energy should get focused on. Otherwise, you'll always end up with a lot of stuff on your plate and the creativity goes for toss because there's so much to function with. There's also a lot of technical aspects that have come into play, which uh, which weren't so complicated as they are now. You know, things with search engines have gotten more and more complicated. They, they were changing yearly. Now they're changing like every couple of months and half the time there are no announcements, updates and becomes and you can't live without search engines. We are in the age of search. So yeah, it's, things have definitely got more complex and there's a lot more to think about than it used to be. Yeah, so we, we talked about just like the time away from creativity, thinking and the planning and all of these things that content marketers have to deal with that kind of get in the way. I think one thing you said maybe is like spinning around on this idea of like which cha- which channels should we focus on? Like, where should we invest our time? And I think there's testing that goes into like, all right, should we double down on our blog? Should we focus on creating a podcast? Should we focus on building a YouTube channel? So like, just as I think about things that that is uh, something that I spend time on that might get me away from kind of the production or the creative thought behind it. I'd love to know, like from your end, just, I'm sure just in building Naredo, you've probably had dozens, if not hundreds of conversations what are some of the observations that you've seen of things that get in the way of like being creative and efficient content production? So what I've seen is that the most obvious thing that has um, come in front of us every time we we are thinking about uh, the content process really is the fact that it's super scattered, super fragmented also. And uh, when I say super scattered and fragmented, it's not just the channels that you have to reach out to and it's really hard choosing your channels, but it's also the fact that you're using a lot of different pieces of software. And like I mentioned before, your document sheets have become quintessential and then you have project management software and then you have these additional optimization tools. So it's it's become a very heavy mix and rightly so, because the process has also got, gotten very complicated. So what's really, really, I think, important and the need of the R is to figure out a way to get this back onto a single place in a cohesive way, to reduce the noise that, that gets created by you know, process issues, process errors, not being able to find where, where your beautiful uh, content style guide that you created some time back, and it's in some D folder somewhere, I don't know, maybe Google Drive, maybe Dropbox. So, so the idea of just having it together might actually ease that problem. 
The other thing that I've noticed very often is that collaboration has become really important and there are lots of stakeholders and lots of people who want to come and have a say. And again, I mean, you're using emails, which are never built for collaboration. They were just built for back and forth communication. Slack is great. Um, I mean, you uh, you can do real-time communication, but then again, it's not as structured as it needs to be when you're working. So if you have a task or a piece of content that you're working on back and forth, you need that visibility, you need that single version of truth. Then there's obviously, you know, the the importance of planning and having a solid structure and strategy before you set out to do something so that, you know, you don't get lost in the way. Uh, So there there are a lot of these different angles to uh, a content process getting inefficient. And it's really, really important to get back to these core issues and try to solve them so that, you know, that noise doesn't drive you crazy and you forget about what, what you enjoy doing the most, which is creating really good stuff. Yeah. And I, I think like I can speak to probably everyone else out there listening, like content marketers, we're, we're, all, we're creatures of habit. And I think like maybe we don't even realize all the hoops that we're making ourselves jump through when we're just trying to ship a new article because it's the way we've always done things. When, when you're having conversations, like how are you kind of shining the light on the problem that content people might not even know that they face? Like what types of things, like what are triggers when you're having conversations with content marketers where they're like, oh yeah, I am wasting a ton of time doing X or Y. So there are these simple signals. So the kind of questions that I would ask is how much time does it take you to find uh, that piece of content, or like I said, uh, say a set of content guidelines. Uh, so if it's taking you anything more than a couple of seconds, then then you have just spread yourself too thin across a lot of different places where you organize your content. Not a great idea. Are you spending a lot of time troubleshooting? You know, um, um, are there these errors which should have not seeped in are seeping in because uh, because you're not aware of who fiddled with your document or what happened, then again, there's an issue. If you don't know, you know, the, the collaborators you're working with, where they are, if they have given you approval on something, or do you have to chase them? You have no idea of your deadlines and there are, there are 10 of different things going on. Then again, you're in trouble. So, so basically there are these signals that um, you need to watch out for. So if you are spending more time managing the process-related stuff than actually building good stuff and shipping it, then I think it's it's time to go back to the drawing board and look at your entire process again, see what's going on. You know, where's the noise coming from? Is this, are there some things that you can consolidate? Are there some things that you can get rid of? Should you have a process in terms of approval? Should you have these clear deadlines set out for something? So every time I think, uh, and it will happen again and again, because it's an, it's an evolving process that you will end up in end up at a place where all all this noise is coming through, and at that time, it's best to step back, relook at things, clean, clear things out, ha- have have a more structured way of doing things, so that you can uh, get back to doing what's more important. What's that balance like for the content marketers that you're talking with? Like, what do you, what is the right balance between like f- process time and creative time and production time? Like, what do you what do you what do you see? What do you hear? What, like, what are your recommendations? So I think your process time should be minimal. It should be non-existent in a good process. You know, and if um, 
if processes are at the top of your mind, then then maybe you haven't evolved that process definition very clearly. In fact, from day to day, if I'm looking at it, then, then it should be super easy for me to be able to move my pieces of content through the workflow. Um, and this is something that what, what we are making uh, for content marketers or content teams uh, really easy to do on Narrator as well, that you, you're not lost in that process. You're not thinking of who to ship this content to, get a, f- a feedback from. So all that, that's what your software should be doing for you. So the idea, again, is not to be spending time on the process. So if once you have created a structure, you've created a workflow, then it should just seamlessly flow. So I, 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 the balance really is a point where you're spending the least amount of time required on a process. In fact, you shouldn't be spending time on the process. It, your piece of content should just be moving seamlessly through it. For instance, you know, simple things like uh, you've created something, you just say that this is done and it flows on to the next person who's supposed to take a look at it, give you comments uh, automatically. So that there needs needs to be that automation wherever possible existing. So the time you spend, you know, using Slack and then using email to sh- go back and forth on things, or maybe sometimes your phone and messaging apps, that, that needs to be reduced. So a really good place to be in, um, hard to be in would be that you're, you're spending probably hardly any time on the process. It's, it's tougher than uh, said, but, but that's, that's, I think, the right place to be. Yeah, you, and you mentioned there just with like approvals and stuff, like some internal collaboration that needs to take place in the content process. Thinking about that and then thinking about external like collaboration, like what we're doing here, like I spend a lot of my time like in conversations, reaching out and then getting on a podcast and doing stuff like this. So how does collaboration between kind of the internal and external teams fit into kind of this streamlined approach? So collaboration is something that, you know, uh, that also requires a lot of structure. So because you can't have collaboration as an afterthought. So you, you should be able to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm aiming to do. These are my actors uh, in the play and they need to, they, they need to fit in. So again, I think it's really important to have a structure as to how this collaboration should happen. Now that can be facilitated by software or that can be facilitated simply by organizing a structure or a strategy around it or having a plan for it. It also helps that, like I said before, you know, if there's a single place where you, you can consolidate your communication with your collab- collaborators, so if there's a single place where they can go see the single version of truth and be able to do things. But it's it's something that will still take time because, for instance, you know, the example we were looking at is that you need to go out and reach out to, say, people for the podcast or uh, content that you're building and need their input. So you will end up spending time on communities or um, other places where you just have to go to. It can be planned, but to say that it can be completely effortless would be hard because it's, it's just the world that we are in where there, there's a lot of different channels that you have to get in and stay updated with. So yeah, especially with external collaborators, it's a tough problem to solve. Yes. But with internal team, it's I think it's a little more solvable and something you should solve. <laughs> it, yes, I, I'm with you. Spend time on that internal marketing, communication and collaboration. Uh, for sure, the results are always better when you do maybe we kind of close it out here. I'd love to know, like, based on like maybe a few, a content marketer listen to this future state, they have a streamlined approach. Like 
all these things are in place. They've cut out all the missteps. Like what are the types of results that you think content marketers can get with a more streamlined approach? I think the top thing would be a lot less headache, which is very welcome. So, so a lot more happiness and getting results with the content. So, so you're able to focus your creativity on creating a great piece of content and be able to drive results with it. So I think the end goal and the end game that all content marketers are after is being able to get results out of the content. And that will only happen if you're able to give it the right amount of time and uh, cut out the noise as much as possible. And yeah, there, there are many solutions. There are many ways you can do it. One is purely you know, def- defining things better, having a more solid plan. The other is using software like Narrator, which can help you consolidate process. But between all these two elements, I think finding your happiness, creative, and finding your zone of creativity is where, where I think you can end up with if you have a more streamlined operation. I love it. I hope this conversation allowed people out there listening to take a step back and reflect and ask yourself your question. Are you putting unnecessary hurdles in the way of shipping out great content? Sophia, before I let you go, where can people find you? Uh, where can people go to learn more about Narrator? Actually, you, you can just write to me at sophia at narrator.io. I would say so it's the easiest way to reach me. Otherwise, you can find me on LinkedIn. Again, easy to find Sophia Solanke, or you can find me on Twitter. That's not my most active channel, but yes, I'm very available there as well. Otherwise, just drop us a note from our website, narrator.io, and I, I, I'm totally in the game, and I, I look through every uh, inquiry or any question that comes through, and I'm more than happy to help. I love talking with people who are building things in the content marketing space at an early stage. Sophia, thanks so much for the time. This was fun. Same here, Brett. Had a lovely time chatting with you. Thanks for having me on the show. Hope you enjoyed that one. Hopefully you are looking forward to your weekend ahead if you're listening to this on launch day. There's so much to learn from people working in content and that's what I'm trying to do. Bring these conversations, bring these stories to you on the 3C Podcast. Really appreciate the support. Tell a damn friend about the 3C Podcast. If they're working in content, send them my way. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. More 3C Podcasts coming at you next week.